Happy 2023 to you and yours. This is Sean from Gaming NBS. I wanted to do an intro for the following audio that you're about to listen to. You see, every Saturday morning, I've been getting up at 8 a.m. Central Time to stream on YouTube live. And many of you may already know this and actually partake in the chat. Thank you for doing that. You guys know how special that is to me and how it makes me get up every morning to do that. Without you, I wouldn't be able to pull it off. If you're not aware of the live stream and you want to check it out, even after it's recorded, head over to how to the number two RPG.com. That you'll that'll get you to the channel and allow you to subscribe and get notified when I go live. So if you're up, I would love to see you in the chat. And frankly, if you don't want to take part in the chat, you just want to listen as you drink your morning coffee or evening tea, hey, that would be great too. Anyways. The last episode of the year of 2022, I had a special guest on the show. That's the audio that you're about to listen to. And I thought I would release it here on Gaming NBS because I thought you'd appreciate it. So without further ado, recorded December 31st, 2022, episode 385 of Gaming NBS. What's going on, Brett? Hey, man. I, I think I've disappointed people. I'm seeing Santa in the, <laughs> in the chat. I mean, I've got the gray beard going. It's not quite that white yet. It's, yeah, but, that's yeah. right, man. So Morning. Yeah, morning. How you been, dude? Not bad. I'm when the alarm went off, and I'm like, man, I got to get up and do Sean's thing. I'm like, what the fuck am I up this early for? God damn, it's Saturday. I should be sleeping. I should I should sleep in. Yeah, but so- uh then I remembered I had to get up anyway because I've got to get the dogs out because my wife and uh, AJ are out at uh, in Pasadena. AJ's in the band that's doing the Rose Bowl trip thing, so he's going to be in the Rose Bowl parade. So I'm like, ah, I got to get up anyway. So for those of you that have haven't heard of gaming and BS uh, RPG podcast, some of you haven't. Some of you are well versed in the show and have followed us for a long time. But for those of you that don't, Brett and I hosted Gaming and BS for over seven years and sunset it back in June. And so if you're interested, that back catalog is back catalog is still out there. Um, but nonetheless, we, we were doing a one shot reunion here, apparently on the New Year's Eve of 2022. Um, and we were talking to Brett's like, you know, I got some things I want to talk about. And I said, OK. We could do it on a Saturday if you want. I stream this thing, and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. So maybe we'll get on there. So, Brett, I'm like, well, what do you want to talk about? And he says, uh, I think you gave me one topic about— I gave you two. I you, gave you, two. you did give me two. Yeah, I talked about, like, um, skills, you know, using skills and stuff. Because I had, uh, in the BS or Discord, I posted up a thing how I was running— um, been running D and uh, World of Darkness, all sorts of different stuff. And um, what did D and World of Darkness? Shut up! No way. Oh, and, and I did some basin a while back, and then <laughs> Swords and Wizardry. Swords and Wizardry's been it's been a hit, and um, I've always liked it. AJ had his buddies over for Christmas. He wanted to. He's like, "Hey, Dick, could you run like a Christmas theme game?" Like, yeah, totally. So we had like these had little Krampus demons and shit, and his buddies. Um, and I said. 
I'm going to run swords and wizardry. And he's just like, oh, that'll be good. He's like, because I'm sick of my friends. This is my son saying this. <laughs> I'm sick of my friends staring at their character sheets for everything they want to do. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, there's no skills here, you know. So we'll see how that goes. And it was fun because what happened was is they looked at it and said, oh, well, how do I? Oh, I'm a thief. So I've got thief skills. Does everybody have these? Nope, just the thief does. How does this work? What's oh, a single saving throw? You know, went through the basics for the rules. And they're like, well, what if I want to try something? And I don't, I, it's not in Swords and Wizardry rules, but it's a thing I do when I've run it before. When players get stuck and I'm like, look, your character should probably know this type of thing. Well, who's the wizard? You know, who's the magic user? Oh, I am, says so-and-so. Roll under your intelligence. Your intelligence are lower on our D20. And usually your intelligence is your highest stat. So you've got a pretty damn good chance of making it happen, right? And then that's what I've used for like a, a skill check, so to say. And um, it it worked out really, really well. And I found that that group, and it's not everybody, obviously, because uh, <clears throat> I don't I'm game with everybody, but that group had a kind of a breakthrough, if you will. Maybe it's too strong. But for how they were describing and role-playing versus heads down, looking at their character sheet, can I try acrobatics? Um, should I try this? Kind of skill shopping, right? Ah, to try skill to solve, shopping. To try to solve whatever problem situation was in front of them. And it was pretty cool to see them do different stuff. And at the end of it, the the group, Jackson and a couple of like Jack Jackson especially, which is why I remember this, he looked at me and said, I love this system. It's really, it's really sweet, smooth, and simple. I said, well, that's one of the fun things about some of the older school stuff. As I said, it's a little bit easier. And I said, it's not as, you know, Byzantine rule system as like a first edition AD&D. Like if you try to read the rules to, front to bottom. I said, if you want to get more complicated, pick up like Osric or Hyperborea, something like that. <clears throat> but those are written better and you can actually comprehend them. But they were pretty sold. They loved the idea. And um, one, like, one of the other kids, Henry said like, well, I still like 5e though. I said, that is totally cool. I said, 5e is a perfectly fine system. Nothing wrong with it. But what that led me to, Sean, was a thing you and I have talked about for, for over seven years. And I said it to the to these kids. And when I say kids, like 18 and under, right? I said, the more you play different game systems, I said, some of you play Call of Cthulhu, some of you played this or that. I said, the easier it gets for you to come up with some of your own creative ideas. All these kids are in band or in, in theater with my son and my daughter. And I said, I find for myself, the more I know about all these other systems, how they do different things, how the tone, the feel and stuff, it's easier for me to be creative as a game master and a player to get into the mode and get into the, um, and to get into the, uh, the tone of the game, because I don't just have one point of reference. I've got multiple reference points of different styles and types all over the place. And they all looked at, Oh yeah. Oh, the old guy's got an idea there. Oh, I like that. I like that. So I thought that was, I thought that was really cool. You know, just that, that con I said those, those things, which is shit you and I have said for years, but I said it directly to somebody, you know, face to face. And they went, huh? Yeah, I can see that. And they told, <laughs> and they told him, like, wow. Yeah. What, what other games do we have? I'm like, dude, I, so I told them, I said, you know, if you want to just tell AJ, can we play a horror game? I said, I have Call of Cthulhu, Trail of Cthulhu. Ooh, what's the difference? So I explained the difference between the two. Oh, that trail game sounds fun. Yeah. It's totally fun. It's really a hell of a good game. Let's do that, you know. 
or I said, I've got like really complicated. I've had Miller's role playing. Oh, I love Miller. Yep. But it's a uh, role master, which is really in depth. I've got, you know, two different versions of Warhammer and blah, blah, blah. So it was, uh, it was pretty interesting because it kind of got to, I was able to pull out a, uh, cause uh, a while back, if you follow us on the, um, on our discord, um, I was able to uh, tell Sean he was right. Took me seven years, but I figured he was right. And I told the kids, I'm like, man, a good gaming system, you know, if you pick one, I said like Vason. I explained Vason Vason, however you want to pronounce it to I them. Ju- I just had, so somebody posted the Humble Bundle, which is well, for, I saw that. for Ben Lands and three Vason books. And I've got, <clears throat> the only thing I'd get new is the two of the Vason books, but um so it wasn't really worth it for me yet. And I posted it on Mastodon that I'm um it's kinda like a Twitter if you guys aren't on Mastodon. And one of the respondents was like, Well, what's so unique about Basin? And I'm like, Well, listen to this show if you have an hour. And if you don't, then here's kind of the synopsis. But it's hard to it's hard to convey Going into Vason specifically, it's like hard unless you've run it and you have like these four or five bullet points that you can just get through in very <clears> succinct <throat> manner. And and frankly, I haven't run it right, so that's mm-hmm. also. I mean, you could go online and listen in the ten YouTube channels that talk about Vason, and <clears throat> and you know, eight of them probably have never run the game. Yeah, um, shots fired. Hey, um, <laughs> but it's. But go as you were going to say, it's a unique game, but you it's hard to like, they're like, well, so I think if they've literally said, what's so unique about it other than like, no, you know, Norse, mo- you know, monsters. And I'm like that. <laughs> there's so much. Well, yeah. I mean, in, in Basin. So this is what I, what I explained to the kids was I'm like, look in Basin, <clears throat> yeah. I said, you're going to have more fun in, in Brett's opinion as a campaign. Because sure. yeah. you get a manner, you start the game, right. your characters meet through this process, and there's this manner home, which has hidden mysteries in and of itself. And as you advance the characters, you advance the different adventures and things you go through, you are unlocking, to use video game parlance, right? you're unlocking components of your own home, right. of the place you hang out, hidden libraries, lost this. You get more followers, you get more edges and perks type of stuff that you can, that you can use as you go along. And you should be learning and chronicling what you're finding out about these about this Norse creatures that you're dealing with and developing your own perspective on them. You know, are they all from the devil? Are they satanic in origin? Are they nature in origin? Is it our fault because we're driving um, technology and stuff into their world that this conflict is occurring and so on? Um, and the way magic and sanity and pain and all that stuff works, it's just different. And I said to them, I'm like, you play those types of games, things that seem interesting, and you're going to find certain games that curate an experience for you better than others. Well, and and, I, and, I, and, yeah. I, and that's where I was. That's where I went. Was going with this. I'm like, yeah. I told him. I said, my buddy Sean told me for years, like, no man, <laughs> the system has more matter. And I kind of got there at some point, and I'm like, you know what, I can. This is arrogant to say, but those of us who've been doing this for a long time, <laughs> free your mind, Brett. Free your mind. Well, you know this, Sean. Guys like you and I, and men and women, and, and folks who've been, if you've been game mastering for a while, you can game master over the top of something. You've done it, right? We've talked sure. about this, you know. Like, look, I'm trying to run this thing 
uh, forget about it or whatever it is. I'm trying to do this thing and the characters, the players don't know shit about um, Savage Worlds. And I got a four hour game slot at this con to get them to appreciate the game. I could either quote unquote waste my time teaching everyone the system or I could go, you know, or could just get into the game. Well, all faithful, yeah, all faithful, all faithful, all full fallback. I think yeah. we all have have some of those for sure. Yeah, most I think, of the times it's five E. Honestly, oh yeah, know, you know. But I'm like, you know, the more you, if you pick a game like that, I said, if you want to really have a very good folklore hunting, figuring out mysteries experience, I said, I've I have not found anything that's like facing yet. I said, I love that concept, and it just it curates and wonderfully provides you all the tools you need for that type of thing. I told them about Simbarum to stay on the uh, free league uh, bandwagon. Like, Oh, all player facing dice. Everything's player facing eyes. Game master. Do not roll a die. I just give you difficulties and stuff. Oh my God. That sounds crazy. It's all exploration. The rules around it and stuff. Like, oh, wow. That's really neat. And, um, AJ was telling me that as much as he loves five, E, one of the things that frustrates him is that, he has to do a lot of work to maintain X tone, atmosphere, whatever the case is. And I said, you know, man, I said, that's been a quote unquote problem that some people have identified, which is why we've got all these other games for, in some cases, I said, it doesn't mean it's a bad game system. It's still a ton of fun. I have a blast running it and playing it. I said, but there is a little bit more work on everybody's side to get into that feel because you don't get to lean back on, the mechanic to help you push into something. I don't know if that makes sense. It does. And I think there's a, I think going to the the theme and not, you know, even Vason or or removing the game specifics. I think there is a crossroads. Many of us come to, and, and some of us will, Come to that fork in the road and they'll go, oh, interesting. I'll go down this way, which is different. Or they'll just go, eh, I'm going to stick to this because it's what I know and I don't want to, I don't want to change or I don't want to make the effort to do X or Y, or it's just the thing that, that I jam on all the time, which is great and fine. But I think when, when we talk about that fork in the road, somebody like your son is going to come to that or his group. There's, there's two things though. I kind of look. I'm not going to be all over it on this, but there's a couple things, right? So they may not consciously be searching for it, right? Like they probably weren't until all of a sudden they kind of like AJ was probably like, I have these challenges. Well, he's been exposed to more than they have sure. because of, because of me. Right. Yeah, so we right. stuck in my house, looks at my, my bookshelves and goes, Ooh, what's this one? <laughs> I think I've, I, I have run probably a dozen different games for him at this point. Yeah. Well, right. And, and, you know, it's, see you later, Kev. Um, he's taking off. So, see you, man. Yeah. It's, uh, or, or so they stumble upon it or somebody mm-hmm. presents it to him and they go, Ooh, this, this is what I've been missing. Or they have that missing piece that they have in their brain and they're like, I'm trying to find this other thing. And they purposely <laughs> seek it out intentionally versus like stumbling across it or joining a con game to try something new. So I think it's always interesting how, and then it goes back to, you know, some people saying, well, it doesn't matter if D and D succeeds. Right. And I think part of that discussion 
also has to do with, um, like with 5e going to 1D&D, there's going to be folks that don't want to move on to 1D&D. They, they're, they're either going to stay in the 5e ecosystem, they'll move on, or they'll try different games or both mm. and realize that there's different games facilitate different things and there's it might be easier or faster or there's talks about 5e being way too complicated to run for a new game master when you can just run these rules lighter systems or things that you're touching on or in aj and his group about look skill shopping well there isn't any but you were a farmer so because you were a farmer you would know about certain animals. So mm-hmm. here you go. Like, and when I think some of that clicks in some of those players' brains, they're just like, what? I'll tell you, man, though, what's interesting or what I find interesting, I should say, is that you need to, when I was younger, I first started gaming, AD&D or D&D, that was the game, right? That was the one everybody had. Every once in a while, someone would say, hey, I have Top Secret. Huh, I have Star Frontiers, I would say, or I have Middle Earth. Um, those of us who had the other games, we were like the gaming nerds. The other guys we played with, or I played with, excuse me, were um they were gamers that hung out with us. They were the people who were willing to game with us. And eventually, when I started gaming in other systems and trying different things, it became only the people that were really into RPGs as a hobby. They weren't just passively into it. And so far as it was a thing to do when we hung out, we liked doing that. I think <clears throat> it can be scary to go from, I learned D&D. And I re- I've heard about this Call of Cthulhu game. That looks really cool. I even, and, and now you could say, hey, guess what? Um, I went and downloaded the free, you know, tryout version of Call of Cthulhu. Okay, so I didn't have to spend any money. That's good. But now I have to convince someone to play with me. Yeah. And if you're 15, 16... <laughs> 14, you know, your teens, even 20s, or you have any type of, I don't feel comfortable going online and asking a shit ton of randos, hey, I've never done this before. Would you be willing to try Call of Cthulhu with me for the first time? That is terrifying for some folks. It's absolutely terrifying. And if you can't get your friends to try it, like the people you game with, you know, you hang out with. Yeah. Which is one of the reasons why when I try new stuff, I'm very fortunate. I've got my game group that I've been with for 30 years. I've got you. I got people from the BS group. If I, when I find time, um, I could say, hey, I want to finally get Simbroom to the table. God damn it. Wham. I could go to the BS or Discord and say, hey, I'm going to run a Simbroom game this day, this time. I need two people who's in. Boom. I'll get people because I've found and you know, through, through the podcast and, and uh, other folks figured this shit out, but it's, um, <clears throat> it's scary. It really is. And oh, I, I, it, 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 it's, it, I think that is one of the, one of the reasons I told the kids this when I was talking to them and I said, look, here's, here's an interesting thing. Even if you don't get a chance to run it for a long time, I said, I got games on my shelf. I've not yet run yet. I said, but by reading the game, I said, it gives me creative ideas. It gives me thoughts about what I could do. I said, a game like D&D is really cool because it allows you to inject a ton of stuff and you don't break the game really, right? Right. Like I know last time you and I chatted, this ages ago, it feels like already, but about like your um, a Forbidden Lands game. You were using um, Stars and Wishes and stuff like that. That is not in the game. No. But it's a thing you heard about, you read about, 
you thought, hey, I want to implement this tool. It's not going to break my game, right. but it's going to be a thing that could enhance it. And <clears throat> sometimes just the idea of, um, we talked about this ages ago with critical hit charts. If you pick up Dungeon Crawl Classics, you get a copy of it. You're like, God damn, this game looks fun. Oh my, oh my God. I want to run a funnel. I want to do this. It's race as class. This is going to be a blast. Let's do this. And you just talk to your friends and those men and women look at you go, I don't know, man. It sounds like just D&D. We already have D&D. I don't want to buy a new game. Can't we just, can't we just play D&D? Crap. But when you're done going through it, if you look at those critical hit charts, you now have a phrase terms, words, a complete little snippet that you can use as a descriptor for your combats, for how the spell effects go off. You can steal pieces and parts of that creative stuff. And I think there's a, um, Matt Kovala said this, like, look, just because you, you play different games or speak other languages doesn't make you a better person than somebody who only speaks one language or just plays one game. I think you have an advantage in the RPG space in your creativity, if you expose yourself to other components, I believe that one of the reasons I feel I'm, I feel I'm fairly good at what I do when it comes to game mastering and playing. I think I'm good at it. I'm doing it for a long time, but I also um, work to read different things, try different stuff and so forth. And when you do that, <clears throat> like I told the the guys I was talking to, AJ's, AJ's friends, they're in theater and band and stuff. I said, look, it'd be like if all you ever played was jazz, Okay, cool, you're really, smooth you're, jazz. Yeah, you're really good. I mean, half the guys at the, at the table are all percussionists. So I'm like, <laughs> all right. So you guys got you know four really good jazz drummers. Great. And I and then I throw you something from you know Rush or Tool, and you're like, what is this? Oh. Who the hell? Is, that's Neil Peart. Danny Carey. What the hell? Just going. Oh, and here's some sugar. Listen to this guy. Holy fuck! What is that noise? This is crazy. Until somebody shows you that or you have you don't you don't sometimes don't even know that's available yeah for sure and like and like you said you're kind of it's not that you are actively wishing for knowing oh there's a hole in my creative process i wish i could fill it wherever shall i go but uh i don't know i think it's it's fun because you go it's fun to play and do all this stuff but <laughs> when i look online and i see people <clears throat> in twitter or other places oh don't play that game oh you're playing the wrong game you should try this other game and I think what sometimes people are, are missing is not the fact that, hey, this game does have a wonderful curated experience. What you're talking about here is you you would love Savage Worlds. Why? Well, let me tell you, man. Oh, that does sound great. I can never get it to the table. Yeah. And the reason you can't get it to the table is because the three men and women you're playing with have no interest in doing anything different. And then I think it was Carl in the chat, like, it's like asking someone out. Well, yeah, Michael. You know, when yeah. you go, hey, um, yeah. so yeah, I've never played with you before. Uh, <laughs> we we have we we're on the same Discord all the time, and we've talked twice. Would you um would you be willing to commit every Saturday at, from noon to five with me for for eternity? Yes, for, I will, Brett. <laughs> Michael it's, says some people just enjoy staying with the system they know. We all know folks like that. We know we yeah. would enjoy some something else, but they get distressed when you challenge their comfort zone. Yes. You know, my old group, Ty says, got so tired of of made games. We homebrewed systems for the longest time. Going out, it's scary. Like the it it is I have a I have a guy I work with and and he's quite a bit younger than me which is starting to become a theme 
Like there's just like a lot of people are the people that are younger than me are outweighing the people that are older than me. I think is starting yeah, you, to happen. You, uh, yeah, in April I'll turn fifty, so it's I mean, I'm, 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 turn, I'm turning I'm turning the corner. The world the corner where I'll be the, like your eyes. Wow. You will become you will you will gain one more point of wisdom, Brett. Yeah, well, strength, constitution, dexterity. That's right. Take a hit. I gotta take a hit. <laughs> but you know, I was I was talking to Aaron. I started out the stream talking about meeting up with with Aaron and cause he's local and we're, it, we're, he mentioned how personal gaming is <clears throat> like how uniquely personal it is. And it is, but having somebody yeah. pointed out and going, you know, okay, why I want to play with my friends. So going back to my colleague, he's a younger guy. He's got his friends, he's playing D and D, but he's starting to run into. <clears throat> yeah. Things that, we used to hand wave as kids, I would say, right? Like, okay, what, we don't have much of a choice. Who cares? We don't know Brett's a terrible game master. We just have fun because th- this is a new experience, right? AJ's having, sa- yes. having the same thing. Yeah. He, he had a group of guys down at, um, at the, before we moved at his original school. And he had, they're, they're still friends. They play online games and stuff and they're into things. I've run for them and I've run for his friends up here. And after I've done it for a while, he he says, oh, I said, how was it? He goes, that was a lot of fun. I said, I'm going to tell you something. I don't want you to be offended. And I said, I like all your friends. None of them are bad people. They're good kids, All every one of them. He goes, okay, what? I said, this group is better to game with than the other group. And he goes, oh, no kidding. Hands down. Hands down. And I said, it's not like the other guys don't want to. I said, but in your other group, I gave him two names. I said, I would game with these two guys any day of the week because they are into it. I said, the other three are just there to hang out. Sure. Yeah. Right. right? Yeah. And it was like, yeah. and, he, and he's hit that point <clears throat> where he's like, huh, I want a serious game. He's, where he's, we are he's 20. He's now, you know, is he six fifteen going on <laughs> he's 20, gonna be, 25. He's, he's going to be 17. Yeah. 17 right? going on 25 now already. Yeah, in like, the I gaming want space. Serious. Yeah. So I started a, um, I started a Greyhawk game with him, Lenny, Lenny's son, Aiden, Aiden and AJ are the same age. And my buddy Alpha. So the four of them with me running like every other Friday. And he's like, this is the best ever. He said, there's a long campaign. We've been growing characters. Oh, I love this. I love this. I love this. And he could never have that before because the kids he's friends with don't play D&D the way I used to. Where I was the guy like, so we're playing D&D on Friday after school. Who's working? Who's not working? Where are we at? Okay, cool. We'll play Saturday. Drive, drive, drive. Go play, play, play. Right. Anyway, I, t- I totally interrupted you, but I, I it, it, the kid, you're a kid. I don't know how old, how old he is, right? Well, that young whippersnapper you're working with, but it's, it's hard because, you know, depending on your age, like AJ used to hand wave certain things with his friends. And now he's like, I got a taste of something else. I don't want to tolerate crazy, goofy kid at my table. He's fun to hang out with or play video games with, but I don't want to game with this kid. Yeah, man. And, <laughs> and so, that's hard to do yeah. to look at people you've been playing with and say, yes. So, Sean, yeah, I'm going to start a new group and you're not invited. Yeah. That's what you feel like you need to say or something. I can yeah. Be well, and, and that's a, that is a weird beast, right? Like, so we, <clears throat> it's, ah, man, it's the gamut. Like, and it's a, and it's not even an age thing because nope. your, your son's 17. We got, you know, 50 year olds that feel the same way. So it's not even an age thing. It's a, it's a strange pack like, um, so it it's 
I get it. But I've I've played with so many people. I think you have <clears throat> you have talked about this with your day job and what you and how you are able to I have seen you yeah. at cons with you. I'm like, somebody comes up and says something and they walk away. I'm like, Sean, who's that? You're like, oh, that's so-and-so from this day and this time and blah. I'm like, fucking hey, <clears throat> you remember all that stuff. You can merge into groups very easy. I've seen you do it. There's different personality types. <clears throat> Absolutely. That, that can, and every, can flow with that better. Every, yes. Yeah, yeah. And every group has its own personality. Right. And I, role-playing gaming is one of those incredibly personal, intimate yes. things right that you share with another group of people, right? You hold it's, hands at the table. It's very intimate. It's very intimate. At yeah. least in my games. And yeah, you're exactly. lucky we only play virtually. X card, X card, X card, X card. X card. <laughs> yeah. Sean told me no more tongue, which is was weird. Um, <clears throat> wow. That went, that went bad. Anyway, point is, is it's from a creative perspective though, you are letting people into what is, because it's a little bit of improv, it's a little bit of writing, it's a little bit, a little bit, a little bit of, <clears throat> and people are often sharing things, um, what they think or how they want to approach a problem, what they thought was funny or what they think is fun and so forth. And these are, um, it's kind of like getting to know somebody over a span of two years compressed down to four hour game. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's a very intimate sharing of ideas and back and forth. And I don't like that, but I like this. And then to look someone in the eye after you shared this wonderful experience and all this stuff and say, I don't want to do that with you anymore. I found somebody else that can, it's, it's hard. You know, I remember in high school having a, a early college after high school, early college had a kid, um, Mike, I used to play with and, um, I started running vampire and I started with a totally different group on purpose, did not invite him. And Mike finds out, and I'm like, oh, my God, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And um, he finds out, and he gets pissed at me. So, I mean, literally angry. Like, the worst thing that I, in my head, I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to get mad at me. And he was. He, like, yelled and was, like, berating me. How could you? I thought we were friends. And I said, okay, stop. Broke his heart, I said, Brett. I did. <clears throat> but I looked at him and said, you play soccer. It was not the same thing. I said, no, no, hang on, hang on, hang on. You have a soccer team you play with, right? Well, yeah, two different teams. Okay, I said, you'd never invite me. Yes. Well, you don't play soccer. I said, you've never asked. But you've you never suck at soccer, to- Brett. I can't have you on my team. <laughs> exactly. Which is, where, which is right. where it went. Right. Well, I'm like, that's fair, The too. reason you don't right. want me on your team is because I fucking suck at it, right? <laughs> right. And oh. I'm not saying you suck at this, dude. But I'm saying is I'm playing this game with this group of people. That's a really good analogy. That's it a really like, good analogy. And yeah. it kind of, he didn't like it. He was pissed. Hey man, he was I'm still angry, emotionally angry. Trying to build a the, franchise here, dude. I don't need any, <laughs> I don't need any minor leaguers on my team. Yeah. Sorry. But at, the end of, but at the end of it, it was like, okay, type of thing. And it, it is hard though. And I think the reason it's hard is because a lot of the people I'm gaming with when I grew up and stuff, these were friends. I was only asking people I really, really knew because who the fuck else was I going to ask? And even now, if I told one of my kids, well, just go online and find somebody. Okay. One shitty dad. I mean, I'm, I'm also the it dad. Who's like, okay, like, who are you talking to? When are you talking to? Not go in this chat. Never use a real name. Do that. Blah, blah, blah. You know? So there's online people are nervous because like, am I going to get bullied online? Am I going to get some fucking sicko saying shit to me? I don't want to just, you know, am I going to end up role playing the wrong type of role playing? You know, I, I gotta say, it's hard. It's it, really hard. And when I, you're talking about friends, oh my god. Anyway, well, and it's so. I, I've I've 
pointed out examples of how I've, I mean, I've had a lot of game groups and some of them had become friends through that, or I knew them ahead of time. So many of the, the, the rare instances where I don't know anybody is running one shots for BSers. And even then I, well, it had to start somewhere. So yeah, even, yeah. even forum handles, <clears throat> discord handles, Twitter handles, a random encounter messages, some of those you can glean like what they might be about. Like they're not calling in with dick and fart jokes through their emails. Okay. But it doesn't tell you everything. It doesn't, right. It doesn't tell you everything. They could even be very, very gaming specific. Like Chris Shorb used to call in all the time. Like put Chris Shorb on the freaking Chris Shorb on the, it turns out on he's the, hook. the shittiest gamer. On the no, I'm kidding. But I he, but he would call in all Chris the time. And I don't, yeah, I don't think I've ever played with Chris, right? Do I yeah. think that he would be a fine gamer? I, probably. I would. I would lean. Me personally would lean more on the. Yeah, I'm sure Chris is a fine gamer. Totally. But, but if he were to join the game, he may be the light and the, the the one that brings a lot of levity. It kind of doesn't take it. Um, it's not serious, serious all the time. Serious, serious, serious. Right. Like this is. Like we're putting up a building, and if if we don't do this right, the walls will yeah. collapse, right? Yeah. Or the bridge, right? The bridge will collapse. We it's, are saving lives here, people. Right? Yeah. Like we got people on the table, and yeah. and and if you don't get that, it's off. But well, yeah, because it it is so social, and my idea of what a fun game is, and your idea could be off just enough that we can't find the common ground. That your fun isn't my fun, right? Yes, you are an awesome gamer. In your space, I'm an awesome gamer in my space. Our space is just bunk. Well, <laughs> they, they they don't. The Venn diagram is really thin, you know. The, and the other thing is, is that we. It's funny because not funny. It's it's ironic because we get nervous about the the quote unquote stranger or the the rando or somebody we don't know well, and then we. Don't want like ah, that's too risky. I don't know. And then we have friends that we've known for years, and we go, "I want to play this. I want to try this other game." And and our friends are like, "Eh." And then all of a sudden, you've known them for a long time. So it's um, there are I get I'm guessing that there are a huge amount, not a huge, but there's probably a good amount of the Venn diagram where we have friends that we love. Yet we the gaming is the a weird component. Like it almost becomes like, do I want to hang around with Brett in the gaming sphere? Like I'll go ride motorcycles with him, I'll go hunting with him, but now and I've gamed with him for years, but I just don't want to game with him anymore. So my buddy, I went um I went bear hunting. What I'm gonna go again this next spring. My buddy Arnie, he's like he's literally the best hunter I've ever met. The guy is he's amazing to hunt with, to hang out with. I always learn so much just outdoors lore from this guy. He is, he has no concept of what role-playing games are. He asked me once, he goes, so you've got like gaming tattoos. Yes, I do. What, what is that again? So I try to explain it to him. He's like, huh? Oh, like Skyrim. Is that like, is that Skyrim, like a, like Xbox? Oh, no, he's older than I am. So he doesn't <laughs> even know what the fuck Skyrim is. Cause he's, you know, his oh, kids mud. Are, is that like mud? Yeah. He's like, I don't get it. So he'll, um, He'll try to do like a gaming joke at me and use like what he thinks is a video game joke, but he thinks it applies to me and it doesn't work. But I just <laughs> chuckle with him anyway. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. 
but it's just the those two worlds are never going to meet right that's just not not the thing and uh it, it's you can uh, i totally went off the rails there but it, it's it's so funny because in a way because i've got this thing i want to do and i'm afraid to talk to new people i'm afraid to like my my and my current friends won't do it if you're old enough and you've been in the, uh, <clears throat> if you're in management of, of any kind, you're hiring people. And if you're not, this may not resonate with you, but sometimes, you know, I, I have to, uh, we, I had a contractor, just brought a con- contractor in a little bit ago. And he's working for one of the managers underneath me. Son of a and, bitch didn't call me. Well, <laughs> you, don't, you don't feel my area. I'm just kidding. Anyway, so the guy, um, and the guy's not working out. So my manager gets hold of me and says, hey, boss, guess what? I'm like, ah, shit. Okay, get a hold of the vendor. We got to cut him. We got to replace him. God damn it. Now, guy was in the guy was on the team three months. We're like, yep, just no, not, no, not no, working. no, 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 just not working. Interviewed, out. interviewed, great. All the signs were there. This should be a wonderful partnership. It didn't pan out. In the job world, corporate America, of course, is so bloody fucking <laughs> cutthroat. Just like, oh, you don't work. You know, wow. You know, throw the body on the pile. You know, it's horrible. But and even then, I feel bad because this is a person who isn't working out. We tried it for three months. We're like, okay, let's give it another month. Let's let's go four months. Let's give him four months to to hook in, show his stuff. Doesn't work. God damn. Okay, fine. We gotta cut this guy. And I feel bad cutting anybody for any reason because this is a human being with a life, needs a paycheck. I don't know if they have family in some cases, blah, blah, blah. I feel bad about this stuff. I can't be that corporate dude who just shoots people for fun, right? Not me. That's a job. We, we do not encourage shooting anybody. No, 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 no. Well, world. no, not in the corporate <laughs> world. No, no, no. But, you know, you don't metaphorically shooting people. Yes. You're just getting rid of them. Right. And um, it, it's that. Is it the same as looking your friend in the eye and saying, I don't want to play with you? It feels that way. It has this horrible, heart-wrenching feeling. To me, anyway, where I'm like, "Hey, man, I don't want to, I, I don't want to play with you," type of thing, and it it can be really hard. And it's not so what, personal, no, but it it's is. Not. But everybody but it's not ta- it's so, oh god, yeah. And you, so you only have a certain way of approaching it. You can like this. So my colleagues walking into that. I never finished this story. He has a game. He has a dungeon master. Back, yeah. yeah. He has a dungeon master who's got his own world and he's writing it out. It's all mapped out. He's got all, you know, and I, as soon as he says that, I'm like, Oh, oh I know where this is going. Right. I, yeah. It's like Brett. He has a story and he's a, he's going to tell it. Damn it. <laughs> and you're <laughs> going to play, you're going to play me. through his damn novel. That's the way it's going to be. But oh, those are terrible. he's like, what do I do? You know? And I said, there's a couple things you could just bail and tell them or not tell them. There's that one. Or you could give him feedback and pray that he absorbs it and says, oh, you know, that's a, that's, you know, I never thought of that, but you got to, that, you could do that. It's how you do it. And a lot of people don't know how. And some people don't know how to recognize it being given to them. So right. I had, yes. I have done the. What do you mean you're well, giving me feedback, Brett? Like this how, is how feedback. Fucking, how dare you? I don't. I don't really agree with you. Yeah. Like my game's <laughs> awesome. What are you talking about? Exactly. Yeah. How can you not? I don't understand. I, now one of the things, like in like, how do if you, they have a you, confused expression on their face? But want to stop talking? You just stop. Like <laughs> stop, time stop out because they are not. Picking They're up not what listening. you're putting down. No. 
one of the things I told AJ's friends when we were talking about different games and stuff, and I said, one, the benefit of just reading them is a creative input. You get ideas and variations and things you might be interested in. I said, you learn a shit ton. I said, at the end of the day, every game designer, modern game designer, is started out just like you did. They were started out playing a game, figured out what they liked, didn't like, and made their own nonsense, because that's all this is, right? I like my own gaming role, like my own gaming style. I do this thing. You figured out, blah, blah, blah. I said, one of the things that you get to do, though, <clears throat> to wear your friends down, I joked at them, was <laughs> when you pick up Call of Cthulhu, you say, hey, I'd really like to try this. They go, eh, eh. So don't take no for an answer. So you got a sales pitch this shit, man. I said, <sighs> they come back. I said, I, I said, it's not like hard sale. I said, this isn't like an, uh, an Amway, you know, pyramid scheme sale pitch, right? But you can, I said, by bringing up the idea when someone's like, yeah, I want to do something different. Well, I could always run that Call of Cthulhu game. I don't know, man. Hey, how about a one shot? All right, fine. Let's just do one. You can tell people about it. You can use references. You can discuss the thing. It's, um, this is one of the ways that I've watched the, the kids, my kids hang out with, um, where they influence each other back and forth. You know, Ilana has some friends that um, had, had heard about rpgs but really weren't interested in, in it at all she asked them have you ever played where are you interested in playing and they very politely said i don't know maybe and she said okay if you ever want to blah 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 month later she's like hey i was thinking about running a game on this day i know you said you might be interested in case you are i'm gonna run a game on saturday yeah i think i'm in yeah i'm in i'm in let's let's yeah let's try this she didn't get everybody that she talked about but she got some of them and uh, two of them played and went, huh, yeah, that was fun. And whoosh, faded off into friendship land and other stuff. One of them was like, huh, that was fun. When we can we do this again? Right. And now she's got a friend who likes gaming and stuff. And, and I think when I say, a, you know, a hard sell, don't take no for an answer. It's, again, it's a joke. But the idea is if, if you have a new game. And you want to and you want to try it with your friends because these are the this is the group of men and women or wh whoever your folks are that you want to hang out with. Um, sometimes it takes a little bit of convincing to try something. It's like the first time your friend says, "Hey, have you read this book? Have you seen this TV show?" Uh, my buddies have been watching. Um, God, what the hell was it? One of my friends watched Reacher on Amazon, and then they were watching um, Yellowstone or something. I can't remember. I think yeah, it's Yellowstone. And now I am really tempted to watch the show. Why? Because I got two of my good friends that I game with every week. I've been talking about this fucking show <laughs> nonstop. Every time we take a break or we get to go, hey, did you see the latest episode? Blah, 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 blah. And they talk about it like they're really into it. They're having a blast. They're hey, really, Brett, really how, like why did thing. you try Vason? Well, the reason I tried Vason was because of what I read <laughs> online and from people talking about it <laughs> and people I trust in the gaming BS forum going, oh my God, this is great. I looked at <laughs> went, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> You know, it's all because of, you know, people like you, you know, the reason I decided to look into free league press stuff was because my buddy Sean said this, this game company makes really good shit. It's oh my so God. It's <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. Dungeon Crawl Classics. Sean Kelly tells me, Hey Brett, have you played this? I heard about it. Don't know anything. Huh, I know all the good games. I don't know why anybody just I don't know why anybody doesn't just ask Sean. Just like, Oh, I don't like that game. Try this one. This is really awesome. Yeah. I've never had anybody come to me and say, that was wrong, Sean. That game sucked. Yeah. <laughs> Have you run Cold Shadows yet? 
Oh God, God bless. That's I, happening. That's happening this year. Like I got a group. I'm gonna sit down Thursday. Like they, I think I have it on the list. They haven't ranked it, but I don't care. Like they're gonna, we're gonna come to an end. Like the next one on the docket. So we just wrapped up for Bin Lands, 15 sessions, and then bec- I don't know if I told you this. So we got done with 15 sessions, and Harrigan and and I and I think it's probably Kevin and Phil and and Wayne as well. I'd hope we're. We're like, I don't know, Harrigan and I are in two long-term campaigns at the time, taking up one night a week. And so we wanted to get more games to the table in 2023, and you can't do that if you're tied up in one campaign, right, for the entire year. So we're like, we're going to end this one, and then we're going to start running other games, one-shots or or mini-arcs. So Mm -hmm. we've got a list of games, who wants to run them, and what those look like. So the next one is Alien. I'm going to run that. But I have cold, sh- the short story is I have Cold Shadows on that list and I'm going to get it to the table. And if those guys are like, dude, I don't want to play Cold Shadows. I don't want to play Cold War or I don't like, like that system. I don't care. I don't care. And so that's it. So they're going to play and we'll, <laughs> we'll make it happen. Uh, do you, I love that. Yeah, I got, it's, I've been talking about, or um, I got to leave. Or I gotta go. I gotta leave. I gotta find somebody else that's gonna do it. There, it's very simple. Well, you know, as Victor says in the chat, you know, the mini arcs are great for trying out new games. Yeah. I think one of the one of the things that and new people exactly. But one of the things that we, um, I did, and I watched. So my kids got into when I first started running D anD D for my kids. Connor, AJ, Lana, Michaela had no interest. They were six months old. Uh, no, they were like four and five because <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to run games for my kids. God damn it. I can't wait any longer. They can speak. They Good. went straight they from the hospital and <laughs> I started rolling hospital. dice in front of them. Exactly. Gave them a D20 for the birthday. Um, but I started running campaigns like, Hey, let's, let's do stuff. Let's build, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then there was a point when I'm like, Hey, do you guys want to play this or whatever? And my kids like, Oh, and I said, well, we could just play one game. And he looked at me with shock, like, you can do that? He said, absolutely, you can have a one-shot. A one-shot's a game that just lasts a session. It'll be a quick story. Oh, neat, interesting. And um, <clears throat> I think that one of the pieces that can happen, if um, I'll just pick on D&D because it's, it's the big monster, right? So if you're playing with a group of folks that are playing D&D, and um, every time you play D&D, it's like, one of the published adventures or pre-published as we used to say in the <laughs> biz, um, this, this 200 page monster that takes you from levels one to 12 or one to 15, whatever it is. One to and 20, it baby. You, one to 20. <clears throat> it takes you literally a year to two years of real time to play through the whole damn thing. 2000 hours. Yeah. If you think that that is what a, a, D, a <laughs> RPG game has to be, I could definitely see why somebody's like, look, man, this Vason thing, it actually sounds interesting. I don't want to commit the next year of my gaming hobby time to your game, <laughs> get out. Uh, but I think the other, one of the things to help people do is Victor's talking about is like, say, no, 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 no. This game can be run in four sessions. Really? Yeah. This called Cthulhu adventure two, three sessions tops guys. Really? Yeah. Okay. Oh shit. I can, I can spend that time doing that. Right. And I think part of what some people's hesitancy is that I've encountered with trying a new game is that they have a predetermined notion of what investment they need to make 
I had to buy three books. I had I to read them all back to back. I had to memorize yeah, all the rules. Exactly. I don't know the character sheet. What dice do you roll? This is, <clears throat> oh, God, what a slog. I don't want to start over. What is this? Ugh. Yeah, this they had this picture of a learning curve that's like this straight, you know, angle yeah 40 you know, bam 90 degree angle in the corner holy fuck i can't learn all that like look guy it's not that hard bang <clears throat> which is one of the reasons why you and i have said for a very long time like one of the best things about a gaming convention is you get to go try the new game and it's a compressed piece even if you don't master all the rules it's fine you know type of thing with randos I, with randos yeah you get used to it <laughs> but i honestly think though that if you do that if you can as gamers as when we're working with new players I started <clears throat> AJ's friends here in the Wasa area are much, they understand one shots because they do that a lot. Like, oh, let's just play the in detail. Let's just make up characters for tonight and have some fun. So they, they like watching character progression, but that they just want to have a good time telling a story and doing the thing at the table at that moment. They're fine. But I think as game masters, as, as longer term players, when we're introducing new people, I think one of the things that is we should be doing more of, and when we want to pitch a new game idea, to somebody is like, look, I don't, this isn't like, like a year of your time. I could get this done in four sessions or, Hey, let's just play a one shot <clears throat> in the back of the basin book is an adventure. It's, it's really well done. In my opinion, I said this before on the, on the BS show, man, it's really well done. Walks you through all the different pieces and parts. It's awesome. A great way to get everybody into things. And it's pretty succinct. It's not going to take you a ton of time. Took me two sessions with, with my kids. Bam, 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 bam. Got through it. Now, depending how long you play, whatever you define as the timeline for a session. But um, a lot of times those, and the, the free game that comes with um, the Call of Cthulhu, that you can do that in one night. Um, it, it's, it, you know, the Haunted House one, you could, you could bust through that pretty damn quick. Two sessions tops, I think. Maybe three if there's a lot of uh, fart and dick jokes that really slow it down <laughs> or something like that. But um, getting people to understand that you can try a thing briefly right? It's kind of like, Hey, you know, I've never had Thai food before. Let's go to this restaurant. Well, I don't know if I'm ready to commit the rest of my life to only eating Thai food. No one fucking, who said that, you know what you're trying this thing. And, um, but if your concept of gaming is that every game lasts for a year, is this incredibly in depth zero to 20 level crawl. That's that that's a piece in the sales pitch. If you want to get your group to try something new, man, you gotta, you've got to get that crew to understand. It doesn't have to be a year's commitment guys, you know, guys and gals here, we can play. Y'all just, just play for a little bit. I think know? there's a fine line. I agree with you on, I think that's like one one like, Hey, oh, totally. right. But I, I, no. if you try to hard sell, I just know. And if you know, no, your you group, like, you Oh, Hey, yeah. No, hey, I play, f I play insert game that is maybe a little more tactical. We're going to play Alice is Missing. <laughs> like, you know, there's certain games. Now, now, in all fairness, I'm also going and thinking my group <clears throat> would be not interested. But they, I don't know. But I do yeah. know. Like, I know Jeff, he's not going to play Alice is Missing. It's just not going to happen. Well, you'd be like, well, let me get this straight. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. It's a text game? Yeah. And we play teenagers? Yeah. That's dumb. Shut up, Sean. Like, sorry, Jeff. 
it's just, I gotta find I somebody else to play with. I gotta find someone. Else to I play gotta with. find other people to play with if yeah. I want to play that specific game. And I think, unless you run into, I mean, going back to playing with people that you don't know. I mean, I've been blessed with a couple things. One, if I've run for BSers one shots when I was doing Star Wars: Age of Rebellion, a one shot can get you can garner a lot of info on a person's play style in a one shot honestly really quickly and then if they're they have an interested so then you tie that into the gaming moot that was set up where people were like hey i'm wanting to run the i'm willing to run these games and expose other people to these games and then players can go through there and say i want to play that and try it you you combine those two things that's that's how the forbidden lands guys that i i game with came together because i gamed with them i'm like so did i game with each and every one of these Yes, maybe one or two multiple times. And then I could go on that list and go, oh, they all want to play Forbidden Lands. Freaking fantastic. So do I. And I'll run it. And here we go. Let's, I'm going to run this for five sessions, ends up being like six months for me. And then, you know, (laughs) eight months for Harrigan or whatever it was. But it's, it's a, it's those, because a lot of folks, in the gaming hobby aren't doing podcasts. They're not watching YouTube. They're not going to gaming conventions. They have their home group. That piece is not like it's, it's outside of their purview. If you will, if if you're in that space, like you and I were and are, is that (laughs) Brad, Sean, everyone, a little discord thing. Cool. I've got people there that are basically pre-screened that I believe are interesting, good, fun people right. i look at them like hey i want to the other piece i think and you've you taught me this and i didn't realize i was doing it but the the approach of opt-in is a big one where if you're saying hey i've got this game i really want to run a call of cthulhu game hey you know what i'm thinking of running saturday anybody want to play just one day one one game you know, it's a short short game you look at your game group if nobody wants in if no one opts in they're like okay well there's no there's no interest at this time or whatever and uh, but when you're playing the concept of re- of like using your discords and and that type of thing like when you're explaining what you're doing looking at and saying okay how do i how do i write up like my little one page or sessions or i want to do this with this and this and this and this and this and then get people to opt in that is the um <clears throat> it could be a couple different things one it, you could have no hits right for you you finally broke down in or not broke down you broke through and said All right, i'm gonna play with randos i'm gonna i'm gonna try to find people i don't know on this discord forum i've never played with them before but i'm gonna say hey i want to run this thing i say i want to run bushido which is this old game i think from the 70s early 80s uh, um played it once actually with a friend of mine ages ago anyway i want to run bushido no one knows what the fuck it is so i get my little pitch throw it out there on the on the forum or the discord i should say and no interest oh man no one's interested well that's okay i struck out here that's fine i could try it somewhere else or whatever the case is um you gotta go where the bushido players are. you gotta go where the bushido players are right. but you can you know you've got to try something and by throwing it out there and saying hey i want to run this thing is anyone interested you're going to get people like in our in the gaming bs discord i'll get people that you know someone will say hey that's interesting i will chime and go that's cool man i wish i had time because that game sounds like fun okay cool this brett guy just said he thinks this game is interesting so did three other people they can't play now but they're interested 
So let's keep it. Let's let's keep this idea together, right? It's I don't know. It's kind of it's tough. It's tough to make friends and gaming. And I know there's some people who are like, I game with people, and they're only gamer friends. They're like work friends, right? I, I've got people I work with. And if I quit that job and I never see that person again, I'll forget their name. <laughs> type of thing. You know, I don't even know who that guy is anymore. And to me, I've, I, when I start gaming with you, especially from a campaign, my expectation is that we're friends because I don't like spending a lot of my free time with people who aren't my friends. <laughs> but it, it, I don't know. It's, it's weird. And it's, it can be very uncomfortable to try to break out, play other, play new crazy games with new crazy people you don't know. Cause you know, I, th- I think most of us want, want a game with our friends. It's not we, just random. It's randos. not only strange, but it might even be more. It's it can be on one end or the other more strange or way <laughs> less strange yeah. now in today's world. Yeah. Cause, right. Because now yeah, yeah. we could facilitate the community or the social pieces and understand like like tune into somebody and see what they're posting every day on Twitter or whatever. And then it's. It could be very uh, the, the 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 line can be very like direct and like here's this line and this is where I lie on this side or the other yeah. and yeah it's so it's a crapshoot I mean it's uh, I don't know we went from we went from hey running these different games like where it's an epiphany where the system matters to like now it's game group. Well- so I, I it, it to me it's all kind of tied together in a way. And one of the pieces, like to go back to the system matters plus epiphany piece here is like so I went from five E to Swords and Wizardry with AJ's friends. Is it a big step? Some people may say yes, some people may say no. It's basically a D and D type of game. I don't right? think it's as big a step as going to like Alice is missing. No, it is not. Right? Like not that's... No, 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 no. Or Night Witches or something like that. I right. mean like, what the fuck? Or Burning Wheel. Holy fuck. Right, you know? right, right. One of the beautiful things about a group when if you want to get people who play only a game like D&D, which is very toolboxy type of game, lots of options <laughs> and things and weirdness is this drink. It's this, it, everybody drink. Everybody drink. Fred, toolbox. Fred says toolbox drink. So it's, uh, it's early, early. For we, that, have a, but all we, right. have, we have the bingo cards out, Brett. Oh, so do you? Just okay. wait, yeah, waiting for somebody to yell bingo. But when you um, there is so much within the D&D community online, other places that say, hey. Here's a way to make this game more fun. Here's the thing you could do to add in there. Hey, here's stars and wishes. Hey, here's this thing. Here's this thing. If you read another game and you're like, hey, I like this idea. Um, so I'm going to use like the gritty healing rules that are in D&D or, but I'm going to modify a little bit. Oh, I read this thing on a Matt Colville post, or I saw this thing that Sean and Brett talked about, or this other thing. I want to try this. And you can introduce that type of thing in a game like D&D. And it doesn't really break the game because it's just, more of a stylistic thing. It's filling a little spot or whatever. You modify the rules, a little homebrew, if you will. And then if it works and the crew likes it, and then you get to say, yeah, I got this idea from Call of Cthulhu, Vason's Savage Worlds. I got it from, you know, hey, I want to try a different way to do initiative. I stole this from here. Or you know what? <clears throat> How come the game master didn't roll a lot of dice tonight? Or how, why, why did we do X, Y, Z? Well, I stole that from Simber. I stole this from here. If you pull back the curtain a little bit as the game master, 
or as the player, or especially game masters, we have an easier time of it, of when you modified something and you can tell people where you were influenced from, then people go, I like that. Tell me more. <gasps> right. <clears throat> oh, so that's, that's so a, it's like spike in their drink. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. That's oh, yeah, probably like, a really bad analogy. That's a terrible analogy, <laughs> this, actually. In this day this and made age. Me, made me cringe a little hey, bit. Hey, uh, it's not, it's, you're not violating no, no, them, for no, God's no, no, sakes. No. Let's come on. But it's, like, it's, it's more like drugs where the first one's free. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, but you're like, wow, that was kind of fun. I like that. I didn't realize I like pickles. Really? Yeah. Well, I got a whole jar of pickles. Well, fucking hell. Let's have some more. Um, close your eyes. You, close your eyes. Try this. Try, eat this. What is it? Does it taste good? You're eating. Sushi. <laughs> dirt. Gotcha. You're eating yeah. dirt. Ah, you love dirt. See? <laughs> but I, if you borrow stuff from your favorite game, you know, or your new favorite thing, you've got an idea like, wow, I just read Dungeon Crawl Classics. I think this would be fun. Right. Or yeah, you saw something in this new whatever it is, <clears throat> you can go ahead and try it. And if, then when you tell people, hey, I, I tried this. I'm pull, I pulled that in from this game. Did you guys, did you guys have fun? The folks that had fun, well, I stole it from this game or I stole it from, hey, you know, Ange had this really cool idea. I took it from Ange and we tried this. Wow, that's really cool. Where'd she get that? Well, that's a kind of a fate thing. Really? Never played fate. Well, you know, I played with Ange one time. I thought it was really cool and it just felt like it would transition over here pretty well. well what, is, what else does fate do? You know, that conversation can start. And it's a... um it's a thing that can be done. It, you know, not a way that you have to do it, right? This is just an idea. But I've had good luck with that in the past where I've modified a game system a little bit just to enforce a theme and a game system that isn't heavily focused on a certain theme. Taken something from a game that is, squished it in there a little bit, and then it starts working. I had that with, uh, <clears throat> I stole ideas from Delta Green and used them in a World of Darkness game. This is a number of years ago. And I told the players, hey, this, this concept of background, this concept of um, how X, Y, or Z works. I can't remember what it was. This is five, six years ago. And I kind of took took a couple cues from Delta Green. Lenny goes, yeah, this, it did feel kind of Delta Green because he'd read the rules too. And I said, well, I was thinking of running a Delta Green game. But I went, yeah, that sounds fun. That was a good thing. Yeah, let's, let's try that. Yeah, that sounds good. Because they played with it for a while, had a taste of just a piece, just a piece of it which is similar to how my group has come up with. Um, I was at a con and I played this game because it sounded interesting. And guess what I bought? Oh, you've got the rules now. Yes, I do. I want to play this. Sounds good. Lenny picked up um, Worlds Without Number a while back. <laughs> <clears throat> so I got that sitting on my on my reading chair Oof. in the corner here because he's like, this sounds really cool. You should read this. I'm like, All right, sure. I'll read it. What that's about? that's his way of saying you should read it and run it. There you go, Brett. Ding. Right. <laughs> like run this Wait. for us. you. <laughs> Which is, um, as kind of the, I, I like being the GM, obviously that's, that's fun. That's my most control fun. Freak. Control freak. Oh, control freak. Ask my wife. Um, is when, when a player says, Hey, have you read? Have you seen? I picked up, would you like to take a look at it? That's a sign, right? And the other piece is game masters. When our players say something like, hey, I just read Savage Worlds. I'd like to try this. And they look at you. And you know that player, because you've been playing with them for a while, or you say to them, do you want to run it? Ah, I kind of want to play. They're asking you. 
right? They're asking you directly, indirectly, or, hey, would you, re- I've got the book. Would you like to borrow it? I got the PDF. I could send you a copy. I have blah, blah, blah. And it's kind of the, um, <clears throat> as game masters, then, if we're open to our players giving us ideas about things to do, the other, the give and take there's, and your players should reciprocate. When you come up and say, I just bought Alien. I want to try this, right? So I think that's the other component is that if the only person in your gaming group that basically dictates what it is you're going to play is the person running the game, right? Then if that's how that gaming group works, I guess, because I know there are some that do that. But if you've got some back and forth with people, I know, Sean, you're just such a douche when it comes to that. Um, But if if the players push back on, not push back, if the player brings an idea to you, you need to be open to that too, because that helps the back and forth when it comes to new games. Except for Sean. Sean's like, I'm going to run Cold Shadows come hell or high water. It is going to yeah. happen. Like, it it's is, just, yeah. if I got to go and find five randos. Sean's going to shut down the entire gaming BS Discord if nobody wants to play I could with do him. that too. Fuck you. Go. I'm going to hold Kill the community hostage. hostage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just one more day. If I don't uh, find my fifth player, it's going to go. So, who's and I are in the corner. All right. Every- Roka. <laughs> Fuck, I gotta play. Shit, son of a bitch. Okay, fine. (laughs) Thank you all for volunteering to play this game. (laughs) Sunken-eyed. You know, one thing that I... uh that I realized so there's to kind of pivot and, and not to get into the weeds, but there was some video, there's been some videos talking about one D and D and like, you know, the world's going to come to an end and, and wizards is making money and their corporate money grubbing. My favorite institution. And my favorite response was Tim Cask. He's like, Hey guys, we'll be over here in Grognard corner. Just so you know, we've been there kids. It's okay. I got a beer for you. Have a seat. So, So those, and then I, I came across a video and I'm going to, I'm going to post in the discord and I've watched him and he's got, got decent, good, uh, decent amount of followers and he's a big fifth edition fan. And he goes through some of the releases of the unearth, uh, unearth arcana, um, uh, articles, but you know, he's, he's deep in the, and the thing, the only reason I bring this up is because it's amazing to me. And now I'm going all the way back to how he started this discussion, Brett, is it's utterly fascinating to me, not fascinating. That's probably too strong. How, because he, there's a couple of components in the thing where he's like, they're going to be doing this, or they put out this release and this is going to be in one D and D or it's in the play test. I'm really excited about it. Super awesome. You know, it's blah, blah, blah. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, and they, then they made this and then they also allowed it to be in the rules. And it was a, a thing that he had mentioned or referred where it was almost to the point where it's like, if it's not in the rules, you can't do it, which is I mean, I think that's where some of the camps come into play in the role-playing game hobby, where you get some of the OSR folks that maybe they're the rules light, there's no skills, and then there's some that are like, if it's not written out, you are allowed to do it, able to do it, you're not supposed to do it, It's or you have a game master that's flexible that says, well, it's not in the rules, that's okay, you could do that. Or you could make up that specific character. <laughs> or what are you thinking? Well, I want to do this, but it's not in the rules. Like, I, I, There's no half-human, half-tiefling, half-dwarf character. And that's what I want to do. 
And I would say, well, why? Right? Because is it is it to like get these boons? Because then that motivation is for optimizing, maybe? Or is it yeah. just like you have this person type in your mind and it's surprising. Now, it also works on the flip side where you have some of the um, looser systems where people are like, not in my game, right? I don't want the half the the halfling dwarf human mm-hmm. Goliath in my in my swords and wizardry game in in my campaign game aside system aside like that's not gonna roll because it's not it's it'll break the 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 world or whatever yeah, well that's where um AJ actually brought this to me and he said one of the things he really likes about D D with all um is that he can pick what works for his setting. Right, like, right, right. I think oh, I like that. Goes, yeah. yeah, I like because from his perspective, he's like, is I don't allow X, Y, or Z classes, um, uh, you know, backgrounds, races, blah, 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 because that doesn't fit in the world I've made. Totally makes sense. So which I that, think is what, a lot of I think that's I think that's very common. And then there absolutely. are some people that just hate that mentality. It's like, but it that, then you run no, into there, it, it's in a you, rule that says I could be a loxodon. I don't want any loxodon. Right. Well, too bad. The book it's it's legitimate. It's so a legit wizards on the coast on the title. Race, yes, yes. I can be a loxodon. Yeah. You uh, said this book is allowed. Yeah, now you're yeah, yeah. now you're locking everything down. Now you're yeah. squashing all my stuff. You know. Yeah, I don't. There's um. Role-playing games are very, very strange because they're probably games in the loosest of terms insofar as it's a fun thing to do, but there's no winner. There's no loser. Right. Like we often it's, see in word game. We should, you know? Yeah, I know where you're going. It's funny because uh, you, you outline what a game is and it's like, well, you don't do that in this. What's a no. game? And then you don't do this yeah. and that. There's no teams. Like, well, yes, there is. You know, like, yeah. And it's hard to it's hard to say, well, I, I always play everything rules is written. Mm. Really, every, every every rule, every rule, wow, every rule as written for every situation. So, when what the if you don't remember? Come, and when the situation comes up that there is no rule for, <gasps> you just say, "I'm sorry, it can't be done." What do you? I mean, <laughs> right. how, how do you do that? Right, because there's the spirit of the thing, the words, the terms, the effort, and, and that's where it comes. Some of that stuff comes into like place, it, not just some of it, but that's heavily influenced play style, what you like, what you don't yes. like. And that could cause people to look at a new game system when you say, hey, I'd like to play Call of Cthulhu. And if the people who you're playing with or one of the people who may reject such a premise is like, I use every rule for this game for Savage Worlds and that's what we play and that's all we do. I don't want to have to memorize all that stuff for this whole new game because that's how I like to play. I like to play with level system mastery where I have this or they're used to a certain level of rigidity within a rule system, <clears throat> like say a, a heavy skill based system or um, a three, five or a pathfinder one. I've not played pathfinder two, but where there's every, uh, there's a lot of mechanization for just about everything. Social encounters, how many movements, how many pieces part, you know, I have a six partial movements that for every one movement, every third of a day, I get a, um, and it's, there's some people synergies too. Yes. Some people love that stuff, (laughs) you know, and then they, if they think about that and that's how they like to play, it can be very difficult to say, well, we're going to play, you know, 
a white box. Like, what the fuck? There's nothing here. Right. right. This looks, how, how is this a game? There's nothing here. What do I do? Yeah. I I don't have a, you look at a basic sheet, like the old yeah. green sheets. Yeah. Like hit point, armor class, ability array, a gear, name, yeah. alignment, and room, for room for character sketch. Character sketch. <laughs> like it fits on a three by five card, yeah. you know, easily legible. Like, yeah. what? So, and that's... Mm. And what's Some, the and difference? That's... What's the difference with Brett's? Like if we put the sheets right next to each other, the only difference is the name and the class. Or race, right? Classes, race. Like, depending what? on the game, it's the, depending on the game. It's like the gear, the notes, the things you did different. You know, what? you could you could look at the gear and see what you've been through, type of thing. But then again, like if you play, um, and this was one of your complaints about like the Curse of Strahd was like it just doesn't, you know, it's D and D doesn't facilitate the type of Curse of Strahd game you want to play. No, you want you want something different, right? And I would argue with you and say, yeah, but you can. Well, that's that's a shitty argument, right? It's like, well, of course you can. Right. You've, you've had that argument for six and a half years. What are you talking Mostly, about? Mostly, yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't say that it's hmm, just because it's a bad argument doesn't mean it's not true in a way, right? Insofar as yes, you can. Sure, you can. Well, However, you, yes. I don't want I, Sean, don't want to put that much work into it. Why the fuck would I want to do that? And I could say what I need to say then is like. I like putting that much work into it. This is fun for me. Therefore, I'm going to do this thing because I like doing that type of work. Not everybody does. But anyway, God, fuck, we went all over the place here. All, Jesus, that's man. the deal. That's yeah, the deal. I know. Wow. Yeah. yeah. This is like old school BS, man. We're just rambling like yeah, crazy. Yeah, it's so game groups, <laughs> skills versus no skills, lo looser, looser, less dense rule systems and mechanics. It's there's so many the golden age of, of gaming is now, right? There's so many options and features and functions. It is very difficult to find a game that fits for the group of people you want to play with. And I think um You think it's difficult? I think it it can it it can be difficult because of the it overwhelming, perhaps. Like if you were to start from scratch and say, all right, what do you guys want to play? Go through drive through RPG. And um, vote. So these are guys. These are guys that I know. You're uh, even people I know. Okay. Like if I went to all my right. group and yeah. said, "All right, I will buy and run anything. Let, let, let's let's take money off the table. Oh. We will whatever you want. Go to drive through RPG. <laughs> all right, no. <laughs> just to see if Brett could do it. <laughs> That's horrible. But if you, I mean, like if you just said, "Okay, go through drive through RPG and vote." I, I mean, I've gone through drive through RPG and just said, "Oh, let's, huh." Interesting. Similar to click, click, click. Half hour later, I'm in some weird rabbit hole of some indie publisher. Wow, this looks kind of interesting. <laughs> you're way, you're, there's so much stuff. There's so much fucking stuff. You know, and um, I, I don't know. It, it can be really, really hard. And that's why I think. That's why we need the e-harmony of for gamers. <laughs> <coughs> we need oh, totally. we need to quantify yeah, everything. Yes, quantify everything. everything. Fill out a shit ton of forms and fields, and it'll spit out your ideal game group and hopefully friends <coughs> or even mates. Exactly. <laughs> well, the boxes has to be. Don't put me. In, don't tell me what to do, or uh, don't pigeonhole me. You know, <laughs> whatever. Well, that's why I think um, 
the the popular the game everybody knows is often then um D D or Call of Cthulhu, the big the big names, right? I mean, and sometimes that even changes, right? I remember for a number of years, um, GURPS was a in my circles was a big name game. GURPS champions, Rollmaster, um, Dungeons and Dragons, uh, the vampire games. It, depending who you're gaming with, <clears throat> what, where the fuck am I going? Where I'm going with is some is like the big name, the thing that is well known, is often something that everybody has some connection with in some way. So, um, it's yeah, okay, we could play that. We all kind of we all kind of know what that game is. Yeah, let's play that game, right? And I, I think that's kind of how folks sometimes in a gaming group um, default. To certain games, you know, I, and uh, I, I have learned even to go back to the opt in, opt out perspective. Sean, I, I've started with my group. Is like I'm going to run this game. I don't know if I want to play that. Says Jr. Don't play. Ah, you know what? We'll set that one out. Sounds fine to me. Still love him. Still one of my best friends. Love the guy. Hey, you done with that? Yep. Yep. He's just go a play dick the- for not playing in your game. Oh yeah, he, he's off the <laughs> Christmas list. No more cards, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. No six pack of brew for you, buddy. <laughs> but then it's like, well, I'm gonna play this other game. Oh, cool. I'm back. Can I play that one? Yep. Always just see at the table for you. Just- Fair weather gamer. Totally. He doesn't like Dungeon Crawl Classics. What the fuck is wrong with him? I don't know. <sighs> but you know, he doesn't want to play a DCC. Totally Hang fine. On. Moving on. Who are you gaming up? Gaming with up there? I don't know, man. <laughs> But I get to, uh, the guys I'm gaming with, I've I've known these guys for 30 plus years. So somebody says, well, that's fine. That's okay. Because in the group, there are, I think, four or five campaigns going at different times and things and efforts. So we all see each other in different places. And so like, hey, how's that X game going? Yeah, pretty good. I'm not a big Star Wars guy. If Nick is running Star Wars game, um, Lenny and I usually bail out because it's just not our thing. I know, I know, Sean. I had to bring it up. Just, you know, watch Andor then. <laughs> then you'll be a fan. You're watching the wrong Star Wars. Watch the wrong Star Wars. There you go. Uh, there was something <sighs> I was going to say about the... Ah, shoot. Sorry. No, Probably it's fine. It's fine. It's just fine. Everything, everything's fine. Nice. Everything's fine. It's fine. <laughs> did you get... So I'm going to totally break... Did you get any gaming stuff for Christmas? Anything like gifts that Dude, were gaming people related? People don't know me for gaming in my family. Like the first, the first, I've known my wife for 25 years, love her to death. She got me my first, I think, I don't know if she bought me dice before, but just this past birthday, she bought me a gamer t shirt. <laughs> nice. It's a white t shirt, white, go figure, like weird. Like, see, that just even tells you, like, oh, white. Oh, okay. Right, it's not even at least gray. It's Come on, even, man! It's, no, be, it's, it's not, not gray black or black. Or What's white, going right? on? Yeah, and it's like at the it's a the D twenty with the one, and it's like oh crap, that's what it says on it. Oh, and she nice. goes, "I don't know if you know what that means. I don't know what that means, <laughs> but I'm hoping you know." And I'm like, "Yes, I know. It's fine. Yes, I know you what know, that means. Right. But, Love you. Thank you. <laughs> but anybody in my, like my mom, my dad, my sister, my wife, my in-laws my nephew they they don't know any of that stuff which is strange because usually it's the opposite like if they if 
if a family member goes, I know I'm going into a, ty- a, a tirade here, but if a family member, like say, for example, is like, oh, I love the Peanuts, right? The Charles Schultz characters. Then it's like you latch onto that forever. So yeah, every- that person's going to get so much Snoopy <laughs> shit. They're going to be like drowning in Snoopy. Like, what, what do you get, Brett? Well, he said he loves the peanuts. Like, get him the peanuts yeah. shirt. Give him the peanuts he blanket. 20, he said that 20 years said ago. said it 20 Too years ago. Bad. Like, that's the yeah. only thing we know Brett for or as. Yeah. And it's funny yeah. because it's the opposite for me. But I also don't think they, they would even think if they thought they were being key, like, oh, I know. I know what Brett um, – I know what Sean would get. I know what Sean's a gamer. Yeah. Oh, and he likes those fantasy games. Oh, yeah. So I asked around in my circles. Sean opens up the gift of Christmas. Skyrim for PS5. Yay. <laughs> like, isn't it great? I heard it's awesome. Everybody's playing it. It's like fantasy. You like those games, right? You play them all the time. Like, Thank you. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll return this later yeah, when you're not do you looking. A, do you have a receipt for this? Yeah, I hope you do. <laughs> So I didn't get any, and usually if I do, it's Merry Christmas to me. <laughs> I got um, I got some metal dice with blood splatters on. See, cool. you've got kids that game, so they can always oh, yeah. oh, inform. And my wife and, and your I, and Susan has played too. Yeah, yeah, she's played a little bit, yeah. and um, I ran a convention. I did this thing, and right. there's my house is full of stuff, and right. Yeah, there's there's a connection there where like yeah, and if Susan's like, I think he'd like this. AJ, get in here, take a look. He's like, oh yeah, Dad, love, Dad, love, that's a good game. Or, 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 you know, he'll, it he'll is a crapshoot though. I gotta say, oh like, totally, dude. There, it, it is very. I brought Brett I, it, a book. Like, oh hey, book, hey Brett. Like, I did a podcast with Brett. I'm like, Brett, you should probably like this Midgard book. That guy, he sold it or gave it away. You gave it away gave it to, to, to AJ. AJ. Yeah, but I'm like. You did it. What I, was I, looked, I thinking? What was I thinking? I, I buzzed through it. I'm like, this is pretty interesting. I'm not going to run this. No, though. he's never going to run it. Or, AJ's, look, yeah. AJ's looking for a, a game world, though, that he that's right. kind of this style of stuff. He's going to dig this. And he's run two campaigns in it. Like a, and he's like, this is a lot of fun. He loves it. I should have bought everybody from the Jeff group, which I haven't gamed with for now, probably three years, close to. Um, I should have bought them all like Alice is missing. Alice is missing. <laughs> <laughs> I could just hear Jeff. Like he would that that would prompt him to call me because he doesn't call me or text Sean, me. What yeah. the fuck is this? What the I got this gift. Like thank you, but what the hell is it? You know, like it's a game, me? Jeff. We're gonna play. Why are you mad at me? What's going on? <laughs> uh, too funny, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was the holidays. Nothing, nothing overly elaborate. I think I've gotten some kickstarters that arrived because now there's because I think I when we go on a Kickstarter tirade. Did you get your weird frontiers? I did. Oh my god! Yeah, it's a beast. You got two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The leather bound and the other one. I'm like, oh yeah, Dave. The package. Went, the back. The package shows up. Dave, Dave went nuts on that one. Holy Christ! Scope that, creep, bro. Jesus, that book is huge. Yeah, yeah. It's. It's 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 as it's got to exactly be the, what I. It's got to exactly be the biggest RPG about. book out there. Yes, it has to be. It, it makes. I mean. I mean, my, so my if you're, if you're shooting for that, first, I mean, yeah, that's good. It is the <laughs> book itself is, and I never thought I would say this because when I was younger, oh, the bigger book, oh, it's a big book, oh, this is so cool. I was in, it was in that, but I'm like, this book is unusable. And at the table, because I whomp, you put that down. I'm like, I thank God I have a PDF. A lot of sticky notes. Just a lot, because <laughs> where is it? <laughs> Flip the page. Stop. Holy fuck, Dave, I love you, Baby. But oh damn. yeah, love him, man. That thing is a beast. 
Um, <clears throat> cool. I mean, it's still, I, I've played the game. It's still fun. Yeah. Like, ah, damn. Cause that would, that would be a game <laughs> to go back to this. Like if I said, Hey, I want to play this Womp. Right. People be like, you better know the rules, asshole. Cause I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah. That would be one of those situations where it's like, Oh, we have to read all those and memorize them. And Oh, and I now go from this game to this game. Like that's a lot of, a lot of the fifth edition players, not a lot, but a good good portion of them are like i don't want to learn a new game so they just try to yeah. shoehorn 5e into everything um, well the nice things about um a game like weird frontiers that Beatty did or uh dungeon crawl classics is you look at the size of dcc book you're like motherfucker this thing is huge yeah and as sean i will quickly point out to you it's actually take the rules crunch it down it's pretty small it's actually pretty pretty simple a lot of it though is because of the spell charts yeah and the to hit and fumble. I mean, your crit hits and fumble charts. Oh, okay. And so you, you take out like 75% of the book, which is that detail. The rest of it's pretty, pretty easy to get to. I'm wondering if DCC could probably fit in a zine format. <clears throat> Potentially. I think there's a, who's I talking to? I was talking to a couple of people who are like big DCC players. And I said, oh, my God, like the flow Jitsen rules for like spell, blah, blah, you know, spell, spell, wizard on wizard combat stuff. And they're like, yeah, I never use those rules. I'm like, really? You, you're like the DCC person. Yeah, I know this. No, we don't. That, that's never come up. Huh. Okay. So it just it, it it's interesting when I when I hear that type of story. But I'm like, yeah, I think if you took that out, you could definitely get it in a zine style. Totally get it in a zine style. Yeah. <laughs> So, Brett, 2023, mm-hmm. it's the end of 2022, did you have games on your list? Because people probably don't know. Did you have yeah. games on your list that you wanted to get to the table in 2022? I had uh, Vason, done. So okay. that one made it to the table. Yeah. I had um, <clears throat> 7th edition Call of Cthulhu, done, got mm-hmm. to the table. So that was cool. Like it. Um Simbarum did not make it, which is disappointing. That's going to have to happen in 2023. Is that okay? So you're moving that to the 2023 yeah, it's gonna, list? it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Native, um, native, not the fifth edition. Correct. Yeah. Okay. I have, if I'm going to play it, I want to play it in its original format because I want the um, player facing dice. The, um, let's see here. I've got more plates. <laughs> I have one play test session of the Avalon RPG with um, some of the guys. So that was fun. Um, what, Sneezak, what's that Chris, about? What is <clears throat> so that? Sneezak, Chris Sneezak and I are working on that. It's a PBTA rule system, I heard. No, it is not. What? <laughs> <laughs> just want to make me mad. Brett's, Brett's to do. been coming up with moves. <laughs> yeah. Three moves. Oh, my God. I can't wait to read it. It'll be fantastic. Be um, if you fail, you take one and... You must grow a beard. <laughs> Whether you like it or not. That's how good I'm at making moves. Like there I, we go. Yeah. So um, I I wanted more uh, playtest progress on that, and that's on me. And I just I just wasn't able to get it there. The all the family crap I had with my folks is just yeah wrecked it. What else was it going? Oh, I was going to bring. <clears throat> let's see. Delta Green made it to the table, so that's good. The new version of that, so that was good. Have you um, considered running Fall of Delta Green? I have. Do you have it? The, no, I don't. 
that's the gumshoe one. It so is, yeah. like, hmm, interesting, interesting. I don't know. I have it. Do you? Okay. I what have, did you think? I have not yeah. run it. Have you read it? I have not. I, I think I cracked it open much like many RPGs that I receive. I start reading in the first 10 pages and then I set it aside and think Never that I, know, that I think I think I know all about it, which I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so I started that with Starforged and what else did I get recently? I don't know. What the hell else was I going to do? Oh, I wanted to get um, Astonishing Swordsman Sorcerers of Hyperborea <gasps> to the table. Oh. And then uh, he released a third edition and I'm like, no, nope. I haven't no. got the first. I've I didn't get in on it. I'm like I I like the game and everything, and I'm like I have yet to get the second edition to the table. No, not doing it. I think nope, Jeff nope, does nope, a nope, print nope. run of a thousand, and that's it. That's over, <clears throat> and you can never get yeah. it again. <laughs> it's I mean I mean if Come I want Jeff, to, print your damn books. People want it. If I I could get there, uh, go get a PDF or something of it. But I'm like, eh, no. It was kind of like um. I'm trying to be more picky with stuff I buy more and more. I'll see something that's really interesting. The one thing I didn't get in on, I think I talked about this ages back was when Vason did free league, did the Kickstarter for the, um, the mythic Britain, Ireland stuff. I did not get in on that. And that was stupid, stupid of me. So I've got to go get that book now. That was dumb. I should have, but you could still get it. Like it's not, yeah, yeah, like, I was hey, like, that's Kickstarter not like, exclusive, never going to be able to get it. You just have to pay maybe a couple bucks more. Yeah. So I'm not worried about yeah. that. I think that, the fuck else was I gonna do? So 2023. Oh, I was gonna do Conan uh the 2D20 2D20, system. which Nick so, has run for you and your Nick group. has run for me. Yeah. And then Nick brought me Nick brought me his stack of books and says, Here, these are on permanent loan to you. Read this and run this for us. I Gabe Dibbing, are you in the chat? If so, we are are hailing you. Doot, 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 doot. Every every Saturday, Gabe. And I, not I every think. <clears throat> I think because my buddy Alpha is running the fourth edition Warhammer fantasy game, which has, um, <laughs> he is in the chat. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Here I am. Awesome. So, but because Alpha is running the Warhammer fourth edition and you have, um, momentum yes. going back and forth and the group is digging it, the doom pool. Uh, yeah. And, and I, I think yeah. then the, the 2d 20, the momentum component that pool moving, treating it like that. Elf is breaking good ground for me with the rest of the group. Like, oh, we like that. Oh, we know how that works. <clears throat> so well, then, and it also prevents them from saying, "Why is Brett screwing us over all the time?" Correct. Yeah. Oh my God, I've Qatar. I knew you were over at Qatar, Gabe. I didn't know you'd be beyond. Holy shit, he's Qatar. Yeah, he took <laughs> one of his sons to go over see a, a friend. Oh fr my God, friends of his in Qatar for the holidays. Nice. Which means I don't even know what the date. What is the the time difference? Twelve hours. You must uh, crazy. I don't know. It's going to be on the verge of New Year's Day over there pretty soon. So, Sean, how about you, man? So, that was me. What'd you get or didn't well, get? Well, hold on a second. I don't know if it was clear, Brad. Okay. What are you going to get to 2023? 20, so, 2023, I want the um, I want uh, Conan 2D20. Okay. I want that there. Simba Room, definitely. Astonishing Swordsman, maybe. I don't know. Why, uh, why is it a don't know? I don't know. Just because I have, the guys are really enjoying, and so am I, um, AD&D Greyhawk, first ed Greyhawk stuff. And we're just really grooving on uh, the campaign, uh, kind of an overarching multi-campaign thing I've got rolling there. So that's a lot of fun. We'll probably eat up a lot of our time. Um, and then more playtesting on the Avalon stuff. That's going to happen. So two games. 
There's also, I mean, I'm, my World of Darkness game I'm running right now is still rolling. That's going to roll into it. I don't know. I think and then it'll be more Greyhawk after that. And then, oh, Lenny wants me to run a Ravenloft game. So I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I've got a bunch of Ravenloft stuff. I'll Second edition? That. I don't know what edition I want to do it in, but yeah. I mean, there is a butt ton of second edition, right? Yes, there is. Own campaign setting. Oh, yeah. Tons of goodness. So, got so, that. I, so, no 1D and D, man. Not going to get 1D. That's no, I, now until um, 2024, but I mean, yeah, some playtest in action, maybe? Nah. No. I don't care about 1D and D. But the, the kiddos. Maybe the kiddos. AJ, AJ Sardi goes, fuck that. What? He literally said that to me. He goes, fuck that. So what do you think about 1D&D? He goes, fuck that. I don't like what they're doing with it. I'm like, wow. My 17-year-old, I assume to be 17-year-old, has a very strong opinion. Wow, apparently. Yeah. wonder yeah, where he gets that from. I don't know. Weird. Yeah. Probably his mom. His mom. <laughs> Got it. Um, I know, Susan. It's not from her. <laughs> but really? Um, but yeah, he's like, uh, so I, I told him, I said, here's what you do. Because he's like, what's going to happen all my 5E stuff? I said, remember, you can play it forever. Paul. He said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So now. Christmas is coming, so it's your birthday. Yeah. I said, every 5e book you want that isn't in your collection needs to be on your lists. Oh, good point. I said, I don't know when they're going to go out of print. I said, they may be available in electronic format forever and so forth. I said, but you don't know. I said, so this is why when I had the opportunity to get a hold of multiple copies of things, I did it for my first edition stuff, my out of print games, because I love having... Like when I run Greyhawk and first edition AD&D, I throw out a player's handbook and an Arthur Cana on the table so players can reference the spells and so forth. They're beat-to-shit copies, but they're just play copies for the table. I said, if you want to have a second player's handbook for your 5e game, if you don't have Xanathars, you don't have whatever, if there's an adventure you want that you don't have, I'd ask for it simply because you don't know if it will ever go out of physical print. Well, you don't need, you don't need the physical version, Brett. You just subscribe to DD Beyond. And you'll have a have it access to it forever. Uh huh. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's how that works. Always, always, and forever. Renting stuff never goes away. That's right. I rent they this. Never apartment. alter them either. Never. Alter they never them. alter it either. Never. 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 No, that's. I mean, they're so starting I, to do it, that with movies, man. Can you imagine? Like ET, they took away the guns, but um, did they put radios in the FBI agents' hands? Oh yeah. God. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, um, that was fuck. That went way the hell off. But yeah, one D and D. Not interested. I've got Conan two D twenty. Conan two D twenty. No, yeah. I'm saying you got to get those. It's go- they lost the license. You know that, right? Yeah. But you don't have I, all the books, though. Um, all the ones I want. I got one, two, three, four, five, six, six, seven of them. Oh, do you really? I didn't know you oh, had yeah. that many. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nick so- Nick went all in. He's like, hey, I've got like this thing and oh. Scalos and this thing and this thing, and he went here. Oh, he gave me you. Yeah. That's his permanent loan thing. He's like, here. What what a nice guy. He's a a good dude. He's a good dude. Armored infantry, man. You know, I don't think I ever met Nick. No. Um, if you come, I don't think you have. Nick's a good dude. You guys have plenty of army stories. Sweet. So 2023, Cold Shadows for me, Alien will get to the table. Solid. I've run Blade Runner, so I can't really count that though that I'll I'll run that for BS or con. Um I think on the docket for the Forbidden Lands gang, like there's talks of DCC, there's some Savage Worlds on there. Like I would like to run uh a pulpy pulpy 
game, like Doc Savage. Okay. You know, Journey to the Center of the Earth, something. Hollow, hollow Earth. Hollow Earth, Earth yeah. yeah. Um, you know, where, you, you like, even Spirit of the Century, I remember briefly creating a character, I thought, where you had to, like, put in a, you know, Indiana Jones, like, scrawled, like, in the pulp style. Like, it's got to be... <clears throat> something yeah. so i don't know maybe maybe pulp um gotta finish delta green impossible landscapes and i don't know oh, what else i want to get to the table i'm sure oh twilight 2000 all the free league stuff that i have twilight 2000 is a big one that one is um that's in my interested range just because it's one of those games that i have a copy of the first edition of that I'd be interested around. to hear if your group jams on that because they are miniatures guys. Like, oh, yeah. you know, I've seen Rockon, which is in Rockford, Illinois, <clears throat> which is a big, it is really a lot of wargaming, but they have the, like out of all the RPGs, they have that one listed multiple times. Like somebody's, huh. yeah. Somebody's like, I'm around Twilight 2000, like 10 times at this convention. Wow. Yeah. But you won't find, Geez, I don't even know if 5th edition's on our docket. Oh, so it's, speaking of minis, I want to throw this at you. So <laughs> I was talking, so after running, I ran a Pathfinder game, right? And I think I told you, it was this, um, I don't know if I told you this or not, I'd probably post you, but I ran Pathfinder 1st edition because the guy's like, I want to play Pathfinder again. You got it. Super uber fucking tactical. Let's go. <laughs> and I had this whole Sometimes world. Sometimes come back. Like we just like, oh, oh yeah, it was oh, this, it was I don't this, have any interest. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it was just blasted, destroyed earth thing, blah, blah, blah. It was, it was a lot of fun. And the guys love the minis. And I had played first edition Greyhawk, total theater of mine, just like maps, drawing stuff on my TV downstairs, stuff like blah, blah, blah. And um, I'm running this Greyhawk game with my kid, Lenny, Lenny's kid and Alpha. And I said, do you want minis or not? He said, you know, Brett, you know, when you, when you have like the, he calls it butcher paper, it's just basically brown packing paper, you buy a roll at Walmart or whatever. It was, I love those maps <laughs> with minis on it, like no grid, just like representational mm. stuff. He said, cause I love my minis. He said, but I don't want to have to do the grid thing. Doesn't count. Doesn't want to count. <clears throat> yeah. It's like, so I draw the map out. And then we have the minis. Okay, you're standing about here, over here. This is there. This is there. Right. And it just, it's fun. And that's how um, the Rel crew is. Relative really positioning, right? Yes. They love it because they get to use the cool minis because all the guys in the crew love painting. They've got great looking minis. So we get to pull the minis out. And it, they don't, I think after Pathfinder, first ed, they looked at it and said, I don't like being stuck in this square. Oh. So I want to move like over here, but kind of hide behind this little drawing of a stalactite, you know. Don't forget stalag. about the diagonals. Like, is it is it one or is it one and a half? Yeah, they don't like fucking. <laughs> they're like, like, they're like, why one and a half every every other? <laughs> every other, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, we did some asinine rules out there. I'll tell you. Oh yeah, well that that was that's kind of how they're loving the the minis in, uh, that, in that aspect. So it's kind of fun. Interesting. Which reminds me, if you still. Um, have minis you want to get rid of? You gotta let me know. I knew you were gonna ask me that. They're either sitting in a storage place, and I, I, I know, know right where they are, and I gotta go through them. And which means there's like you know you're barely and I'm using them. So whatever I offered you is like just good money right there. 
Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you don't want, can I just have them? <laughs> oh, Maybe? come on, we're friends. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. So seriously, though, if you ever get around to not to selling, even if it's like, hey, man, I need X for it. If I can buy them, I will. If I can't, I won't. I just have to figure out a way to, to get them. I just, there's some of these past longer holiday weekends where I'm like, I should just go grab those boxes, go through the checklist, or I'll put I'll put it off and then I'll go into my <clears throat> gaming shelf that's in a more of an arm walk because I keep the cat out of there. And I have all like the checklists for all the miniatures for all the sets and along with the maps that came with them. And I'm like, oh I should really go and do that now. I don't want to sort through plastic figures for eight hours. Plus, you <laughs> this know? doesn't seem like as much fun as I thought it would be. Brent, are you doing the Dungeon 23 challenge? Dungeon 23, I have no idea what that is. Oh, my God. The one guy's living under a rock up there in Warsaw. Totally. So, starting t- tomorrow, or... I had, to buy, I had to buy my family cabin, dude. I've been, I've been busy I know, doing you've been land. busy. I get it. I've been doing, busy doing, you know, I, I'm a land bear. I'm a land bear now. I own yeah, two right. of property. Sure, man. I got it. <laughs> I get it. Anyway. That's why we on. don't talk. You've moved on, man. I understand. Little oh. people. Anyways, Man. ouch. You get okay, so we got a channel in the Discord where you create the mega dungeon, or you could do points of light, or you can do a starship, or whatever you want to do. But the challenge is to do one room or one thing a day, a day for the whole year. Think you can do it? I think I could. The one, problem would be one day, the, the it distraction. doesn't what would be the problem? No, it'd be like what distracts me, like. Kids got to be here, got to teach class, got to do, got to do, but it's 24 hours. I got 24 hours to squeeze it in, right? I mean, how long would it take for you to draw a room on a, on a sticky note? Yeah, it's like two seconds, right? It's not that big a deal. I think the only hang up would be the description, right? How crazy. You've got to, you've got to draw it. And so what, what are the rules? Give me the no rules, rules, man. No rules. No you rules. Get, so I could just know. do verbal. I could yeah. just do verbals. Wow. Okay. You could, I guess you could, you could do like a vlog and say, Hey, today I'm creating a room. It's 10 by 10 and it's got an orc and a pie. Do you just want me to, uh, yeah, orc and pie. Next room, orc and pie. Next room, orc and, <laughs> orc, orc and two pies. It's a, <laughs> Next room, it's an three orc, pies and four orcs. It's an orc bakery. <laughs> it's a so what's the deal is I got to log in on the Discord and post you it? You don't or? have to do anything if you don't want to. Brent. No, nobody I'm just nobody wants if, to make you do anything that no, you don't want to do. I'm not saying. Because we know where that, that goes. If, exactly. Um, <laughs> if I want to, you know, you need to have me on your podcast. You need to fuck off, strange guy. I don't know. Um, <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, so the way this is going for the in the BS or Discord, do you go on to that stream and just post what you're doing every there, day there's there? people do we have a channel specifically all, set yeah. up for people to to p- p- post pictures to figure out what they're doing explain how they're how they're doing it just to share their creative process uh, yeah creative process nice. it, yeah so it's 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 got a lot of traction a couple websites have picked up the article sean mccoy from mothership brought it up in an oh, article neat. where he's like you know what this would be kind of cool so it's like hashtag Dungeon 23. So people are buying journals and getting pens and yeah, yeah, papers yeah. and stencils. And, you know, Phil McClory's got his whole, like, wilderness map. <clears throat> I, I was just I was just busted through. like, yeah. holy fuck. Yeah, so he's got the, I'm like, Phil, goddamn, dude. He's got to jump on it, if you will. So he's got the exactly. outside environment. And then, you know. But it, but it could be anything. There's no rules. And then 
Can, but the, I think I think the challenge is, can you do it for an entire year every day? Every day. So there's going to be. I'm sure some people are like, I'm going to do it at the end of the week. I'll just do five days. Boom, boom, boom. Five rooms. Yeah. You know. So I mean, there's no rules to it, but I think I think the rule is every day finishing it. 365. Yeah. That's the challenge. Is the things. following that rule. Yeah. Hey man, I hate to do this to you, but I got a bailout. I got a dog barking. That's all right, man. We'll let you go, so everybody. Brett B from oh, gaming, ah. gaming and BS. Oh, thank you, sir. And Thanks, the streets sweetie. of Avalon. Go. Do you have anything to promote? Where to, where can they find more of Brett? If they well, the best thing you could do. Let's see here. Uh, GamingBS.com. Still, if you want to look at back catalog stuff that Sean and I have talked about, I, I'm still incredibly proud of the work we did there, Sean. And I can't thank you enough for coaxing coercing and being the being the main man on that stuff and then um streets of avalon of course that's on drive through rpg and uh the gaming bs discord i uh the other thing for 23 i want to do is i want to try to be a more active participant in the discord it's very um i had a lot of uh personal family crap with my folks that got in the way and um kind of was quite frankly very depressing and um it's all squared away much better place this year so i think um like it should be in a better spot then but anyway that's the best place to find me i'm on twitter a little bit here and there but honestly um to talk gaming stuff our discord is gonna be the best place brett any talks of of doing some uh grecian formula on the beard or maybe shaving that down so you're going for a full-on santa claus well not quite that long yeah i mean well i like the santa clauses that are pretty tight yeah, I've never, I've never dyed my hair ever, and I think I'm, nah. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm the same. Oh, yeah, I'm never gonna do it. No, I've earned, I've, I've got five kids. I've earned every fucking gray hair I have. <laughs> I am proud of them. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> All right, guys, I gotta roll. Thank All you. All right, over see much. you, Brett. We'll talk to you later. Thanks for see joining. You, this has been a Litterbox Studio production. production.